See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. We had to, we just had to physically remove the cat from the studio. Yeah, two shows is enough. Under his protest. So, hey, this is Asian cult cinema. Yeah, or kung fu cinema. This show uh, 31. My name's Mal. With me, as always, Morbius. Radio St. Pete exclusive. Asian cult cinema. And this week, we are going to bring you the cultiest of culty. That's not true. More of a kind of a, a revisit to our roots, you know, yeah. uh, with the um, kung fu. With like the forty-five minute fight scene. Oh, I know. It was That's, good though. I liked it. it I got tired. Did it, you? it wore me I out liked it. because uh, you know what I liked about it. It was like oh, I don't have to follow a plot anymore. Nope. It's just like no complicated plot anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It did fall into the trap. Well, I'll talk about it a little bit later. It fell into the trap of. I think I like this movie better than you. No, Possibly. Uh, maybe. I mean, at the end, it was a really long fight, and it went on. Um, and then, like, uh, but the end of the the long fight wasn't the payoff. And I was like, oh, no, come on, don't do this. <laughs> then they went and regrouped, and they had another fight. And I was like, oh, don't stop. But uh, before we get into that, which I doubt we will, uh, oh, well, of course we're going to. Uh, yeah, after the, after the first 45 minutes, there's not much to say except cut, cut, kick, kick, jump, yeah. jump, kill, kill. Yeah. So, uh, d- uh, but before that, I think was it on slow? Was it on the? Um, I don't know if I put it on the indie circuit or no. I, I put it on the slow robot a go go. We have a Facebook page, slow robot a go go. Did you see that pic- uh, that thing I posted for Angela Mao? They discovered. They found her I as they. I am dropping. I everything. know. Hold on. We're pausing. Huh, okay. We're back from technical difficulties. Um, yeah. She turns out she was. She's just running a restaurant in Queens. Angela Mao. Yeah. Really. Yeah. The lady. The lady of kung fu. Yeah. The first lady of kung fu. She came to the U.S. Wow. Yeah. In the nineties and uh, and and uh, just crazy. Is it an so, Italian restaurant? No. Oh. Yes. It's a. It's an Italian restaurant that serves only American cheeseburgers. Uh, so I, I, I uh, linked that up to our Facebook page. It's Slow Robot A Go Go. Just search that out. We do another B-movie review show called Slow Robot A Go Go. You can find that at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com or you can go to bunchofdorks.com. There you're going to find all kinds of shenanigans. Uh, top one is Slow Robot A Go Go. Middle one is Two Dimension Podcast. Podcast, the comic book podcast with no, podcast with no direction. And then uh, the bottom one is Bunch of Dorks, which is like uh, kind of like the indie circuit, but with a lot more cursing and anger. I forgot we had a Slow Robot Facebook page. Yep. And I try to do some stuff on it. I, every week I post, obviously, I link the show and, and put what what we did that week, you know. Um, and then and then if I if I happen upon something interesting like that, I'll, I'll is that throw it Bunch out there. of Dorks that we have the Slow Robot page? No, it's on Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook yeah. So I uh, I always try to. I don't put a lot on there, but every now and then, like, that was very interesting. Or if, obviously, uh, if, if something related to our B-movie love oh, okay. kind of comes up, then I'm like, oh, that's cool. Just, uh, you know, I don't know. There's so many sources. See, Facebook's kind of weird to me because there's so many sources for stuff. No one's turning to Slow Robot a Go-Go on Facebook for their news and, and reviews. Well, we uh, give, not reviews, of course. Well, but we do give fake news out on, on Facebook. So if you want some good great. fake news... Come on over, like you know, yeah. Godzilla's attacking, and well, that's know. that's. I wish Godzilla would. And attack. Angela Mao's got a restaurant. That's real. I that's wish Godzilla real. would sit down and have a plate of uh, of famous <laughs> food at Angela Mao's re- uh, restaurant. Okay, yeah, that'd be that'd be Angela fun for Mao. everyone. So, if you ever find yourself in Queens, I used to live in Queens when I was a little kid. Really, Woodside. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, real so if you're ever in Queens, go to go to Angela Mao's restaurant and say, uh, please kick me in the face as a memento. What was her name? Uh, Miss uh, Miss Tien in one of those movies that we watched. Yeah. Oh man. Lady I, Whirlwind. And I, and I started thinking back. I was like, Oh my god. Yeah, Lady Whirlwind. And I was like, Oh my god. I, I've I've I, I'm always like pouring my adoration over her because she's such a badass, you know, martial artist. Uh, she might be a badass cook now. Yeah, she probably is. Good for her. She's probably a. She's probably pretty tough. Man, God help you if you try to quit on her. She'll kick you in the head. 
So don't quit. I'll help you if you start a fight in the, in the restaurant. <laughs> that would be awesome if that really happened. If you walk in with your big old hat and you go like, you know, uh-huh. hey, hey, you're you're Japanese. You attacked oh my country. Oh my god. Yeah. So um, I got. I, I want to say something about uh, some of these movies, boy. The Japanese were probably pretty bad people back in the olden days. They they are. They're hated in every country, every neighboring country. Uh, and okay, as a as everyone knows, if you listen to the show, I I, I very much love Japan. That was back uh, then. After no, I know, but I mean, this still carries on today. Yeah. So they had an expansion um, period in the uh, 1400s, 1500s, 1600s, that kind of thing, up through you know through uh, I want you know the 1900s, where they were they were very powerful. Japan was. And they would, you know, they would, like, kind of take over territories. Korea, they invaded Korea, they invaded China, and to, to varying degrees of success. They invaded the U.S.? Uh, they, well, they, and they occupied a lot of times. And when Philippines, they, weren't they in the yeah, Philippines? Yeah, and when they occupied, they pretty much said, you're going to learn Japanese. They would, you know, take, they would kind of take over, you know, as people do when they take over. So there's a lot of animosity and a lot of hatred. Uh, you know, Korea, I, I experienced it when I was in Korea, because they were kind of saying, you know, you shouldn't go to Japan. They're, you know, they kind of, there's still this animosity to this day. Well, they probably did horrible things. They them. did, they did, and and you know, it's tough to hear. It's very tough for for me because uh, I've had exchange students from Japan. I love Japan b- deeply. So and but you know, it's so it's almost like okay, I get it. Just the same way as if as every time that you know, like oh. Uh, Independence Day. Someone's gonna spout off about Christopher Columbus just was a rapist killing. You know what? Look, man. Just shove it. Kinda. Okay, I get it. We get it. We get everyone. We get it, everyone. But uh, okay, that was a million years ago compared to now. Oh. You know, I don't need to hear about how we took over the land. I don't need to hear about how Japan. I don't say forget history, but but you but you watch all these movies. Lighten up, man. But you you watch all these movies and you read all these books and they're bringing up stuff that. You really didn't know, you know, and you're like, wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah. You know, it was like, and you well, watch a lot of these, most of these kung fu movies that we watch. They hate. Is hatred of Japan. That's what I mean. I mean, on one, one hand, half of yeah. them. On one half of, of, on one hand, I should say, it's kind of like how I said about watching Bond movies. It's kind of <laughs> nice not to be the hated person for once. For once. If you're an American, there is an industry around hating us. And so when you go to Bondville or Bondland and you watch someone hate England, or you go to you watch a kung fu movie and they hate Japan, you're like, ah, oh, I'm not the I'm not the focus of hatred for a couple moments. That's kind of cool. Because you don't see that many movies about like you know, oh, I, the hatred of the evil of Christopher Columbus. But no. we watch a lot of movies where it's like, oh, those. Japanese bastards. You yeah. Know? So you and start to think, wait, wait a minute. And I picked know? this one because I do love Jimmy Wang Yu. And I don't uh, care. <laughs> and he, he <laughs> like we first, uh, our, one, of, one of the first ones we did with him was that... Uh, it was similar to this The Silver one. Spear or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, or the... He's the he's the one-armed swordsman. He was in, the, of course, the, the Master of the Flying Guillotine. He's a really He was a really good martial yeah, artist. Yeah, he's an early martial artist. And he had story. a distinctive face. His he he had like a rounder face than he should have, but it was it was a good characteristic to have. Yeah, yeah. He he differentiated from everyone else, you know. But about ten seconds into this movie, I was like, oh no, I chose a a, a Japan hating, uh, and that's I didn't the, mind it. That's the focus of it. Well, like I said, because I love Japan, you know, I, I have a oh, lot of yeah. I have uh, family friends there. I have a lot of ties to Japan, so. When you hear about an hour and a half of those dirty yeah, Japs those dirty and I Japs. hate and you're, you're, those dogs, I'm like, oh, I'm. Uh, hmm. You have to put it aside for the, for this show and for watching these movies. But it's it a very nat- nationalistic movie. That, well, and that's another thing I kind of thought was, I think a lot of the stuff to come out of China did have a lot of that rah rah because if not. You you don't you're you're dead. They, like, but this was Hong Kong. This isn't really. Yeah, that's true. This isn't really like you know. Not uh, the heart of China. Ma, you know, Mao Zedong. This is like <laughs> sleazy, sexy this is pirate, China. This is Pirate Island, yeah. aka Hong Kong. This you is know, sleazy, sexy China. You know? Yeah. 
So, yeah, you know, but I guess they were being a little jingoistic just because, like, yeah. yeah, you know, it sells tickets, you know. That's yeah, true, probably. <laughs> the, 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 the punters like the, uh, you know, like the anti-Japanese uh, rhetoric or oh. whatever. So, well, let's, we're going to take a trailer break, and then when we come back, we're going to get into the, the... Beach of the War Gods. Beach of the War Gods. Or War of the Beach Gods, which would have it? Like it, it a, was, yeah, it's Star a, Wars Holiday Special. No, wait, it's Beach of the War Gods. Mm. It's Slave to the Cannibal Beach of the War Gods, mm. starring Angela Ursulus. Er, beach Angels. Party of the War Gods. Horror Party of the Beach War Gods. Horror of the Party Beach War Gods, Vampire Lesbians. Nice. With Terror in the Crypt. We have a winner. My own blood. Nobody! Now the ultimate evil. Devil woman. The baddest dudes that ever walked the face of the earth fight it out with Satan's sinister sister in a battle to the death. Devil woman. Don't cross her path unless you're tired of living. Plus, dragons never die in the tradition of Bruce Lee. It's the martial arts picture of the year. It's super tough. Devil woman and the dragons never die. Take your mama to see them before somebody else does. In color, rated R. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> people who are intolerant of other people and the Japanese. <laughs> yeah. So says Jimmy Wang here. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Yeah. So, you know... This is set in 1565, uh, and they're talking about how this is the beach that 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 the Japanese like uh, armies are kind of. That's where they're kind of hitting. That's where they're landing. This yeah, they the, want to invade this town and yeah, take it over, and they wanted some gold or some money too. They wanted cash. Yeah, so the, like Japan has already in, uh, gotten into China. They've taken over a, a couple of things. They're on their way to the to the capital to take it over. Hmm. And this is one of this is a tale of one of the towns along that route, and um, you know Jimmy Wang Yu walks into town with his with the uh, Raiden hat, like the the big hat. That's I thought this was going to be eyes. like um, he was going to be like Clint Eastwood or something, and then it uh-huh. kind of becomes the Magnificent Six. Yes. Or the frightful. Sh- and, sure I, and you know what? I'm I was looking. You know what? Now now when I watch these movies, it's really effed up. But I watch them and see if. Tarantino swiped anything from the movie. No, he should. Cause he, most that thing with the sword at the end, I go, oh, I wonder if he swiped that. That's something no, that he, he would swipe. Yeah. That's, that's going to be in a future <laughs> movie or something like that. And uh, and often, more often than not, you will see something that got homaged. Uh, but not in this one. This, this even, one... Even uh, though the fight scenes at the end... They're when, good. When the black... Yeah. When the... You know, the... the Imperial Army, the Japanese Army. It reminded yeah. me of the Stormtroopers a little bit. Fighting yeah. the, uh, anyway. We'll talk about the fight scene because there was some oddities in this fight scene, but let's lead up to it. So Jimmy Wang, he walks in and he walks into a, a strange town. Uh, the lone stranger, not talking much, walks into that eatery that every kung fu movie right, starts Angela at. Mouse yeah, place. he sits down. Uh, oh, give me some meat and some noodles and a and that's and and he hears people. The one there was one skinny guy who's a real big mouth talking about how we have to fight, we have to get them. They're gonna they they can't kick us out. Blah 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 blah. And he's talking about how the Japanese armies are taking over, but what they're doing is they're sending raiding parties in, uh, like not raiding parties. They kind of the, the they're sending like ten swordsmen into each of these little towns and kind of saying, you got a week, give us twenty thousand tails of, of silver, or we're gonna you know kill everyone here. And then they. I, from what I understand, they did. Um, this is this hasn't happened yet, but this is this guy is telling this, and there and all these people in this town are kind of are, well, the, the the men sitting at this table are voicing their opinions. One's like, "I should run. You're a coward. Oh, we should fight. How are we going to fight? We don't have any swords. The whole shtick." And Jimmy Wang is just kind of sitting there. Lo and behold, here comes the raiding army. And they're doing their usual kicking over puppies and screaming and I'm going to kill your family and blah, 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 blah. They're, they're really portraying them as the devil's right hand mm. kind of thing. Uh, and they're even kind of saying, and and, and the, the the verbiage, the things that they're saying is off the charts, negative, racist, really hatred towards Japan. And uh, 
they just kind of say, you know, you give us ten thousand in gold or in silver tail, which is those little crown looking things. That yeah, that was the, yeah. that was the monetary unit, gold yeah. and silver tails. Um, <clears throat> give us this ten thousand in silver tails, or we're gonna kill kill you know your fam your whole the whole town. And the guy's like, well, we don't have any, and they start fighting a little bit, and then uh, then at this point, this is where Jimmy Wang you kills one of them with his chopstick. Yeah, he yeah, throws yeah. a chopstick through the guy's head. Yeah, that's. Cool. And you're like, wait, what just happened? It was kind of cool. And then he's like, yeah, hey, you. And there's one samurai who's kind of standing back. He's in red. All the rest of them are in black. And uh, and he kind of dispatches them quickly with their swords. He doesn't use his double swords yet. Uh, he, he's cutting them up. He's killing them. And these are some good deaths. Sure. Um, Not gory at all, though. No, no, no. But just it's classic kung fu swords play. Yeah. Um, they did use a different kind of Chinese sword in this movie. The Japanese had the, the katana, of course, one of the most heralded swords in history. Japan usually had those flexible swords. Mm. And they were very... They were very good for uh, for fighting with you know and, and like uh, getting through armor and stuff like that. But they would they would not hold up to a katana. It would they just didn't have the tensile strength, you know? So in this one, they went to those kind of those long uh, like battle swords kind of thing, where it's like the almost looked like a scimitar or whatever, mm. but it was a Chinese you know, sword. Anyway, now the the head guy he's killing everyone and he's and and the head guy runs out because uh, they do every chance they get. They make him look cowardly. And they make him look goofy, like you know. There's a there's so many jabs at Japanese people in this. Oh, the whole time. And, you know, like even like the guys that were beating the drums had like dumb looking masks on, not mean looking masks. Uh, they they had them like well, turned yeah, outward, yeah, yeah. so they look like so they look. That was the original Blue Man Group. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Don't worry, we're we're introduced to the inventor of Stomp in a little bit. Yes, but, that's right. Uh, <laughs> So, so at this point now he's like now Jimmy Wang uses in there and they're like yay for you you killed all those Japanese dogs and he's like hey now listen you you know either we fight or you got to run what are you gonna do and he's like well we should fight and he's like well give me three days to go out and get some real people that really fight not you guys and uh, you just wait here <laughs> so he yeah. leaves so yeah. he's like well get some real guy the real man while you uh, <laughs> you guys just uh, tend to your crops or whatever just, yeah, I eat your ice <laughs> yeah exactly I'll be right back just wait here I'll be right back yeah so he runs off and he's like oh he meets a guy who's selling swords and there's a little there's a fight there because the Japanese guy said you can't sell swords here and he oh okay and he, he and oh, at this point he also says my brother is the the general of the city they're going to, or the city they they just took over. I'm sorry, the city they just took over. I, that's where I was headed when I stopped here for my noodles, and um, I'm going there. And they're like, oh well, that's been taken over already, so he might be dead. And then you flash forward to them like mistreating him and saying, you join us or you die. And he's like spitting at him the whole thing. Good. So they Good so they uh, behead him. They kill him. So now Jimmy Wang Yu's brother's dead. He doesn't know that yet. Yeah, that's like almost like this side plot that's like yeah, yeah, they don't yeah, even yeah. tie it up. Yeah, no. They don't even make the they guy who beheaded sense. him uh be the guy he fights at the end, which would have been a very natural like ooh, ultra fight at the end. But so anyway, now he he's, he says like one guy who's selling swords kill a Japanese guy. And he's like, "Hey, want to help me kill some Japanese?" He's like, "I'm in." Yeah, I'm in. And then uh, then they're walking, then they're 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 going along and then there's this dude who has like a million the knives. Knife guy. That's the from the Magnificent Seven, the knife guy. Oh, all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the, I forgot what he was. He's a knife guy and he's like at some bar or whatever. He's a knife guy. He's <laughs> a, he was a nice boy. And then he started cutting everybody up. Yeah, right. So he's at some bar and he's getting like into a, an argument with people and he just starts like flipping five, five knives at a time, you know, and you're like, hey, good trick, man. <laughs> he has the boleros. He has boleros, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is nothing but knives. I'm Why like, is it? There's got to be in a Tarantino movie. That's got to be. Oh, it's probably in that damn death proof or something. Probably. Yeah. So then they, they approach him and they're like, hey, you're pretty good at knives. Want to kill some Japanese? And he's like, mm, how much? How much? Yeah, he goes, right. how much? And they're like, oh, you dirty swine. He gets, they, they jump on him right away. Not Jimmy Wang Yu, but the other guy. He's like, oh, you don't know what. You should be nationalist and you're, you're terrible and you're horrible. And he's like, hey, man. Whatever, hey, and, and and then Jimmy Wang's was like, "Well, we're gonna be here if you want to come. Great. If not, do, go do your thing. We'll find you know? some other knife guy. Yeah, not as good. Yeah, all right. So he leaves. Then they go to two warring factions. 
Like where one guy has swords and the other guy is the inventor of stomp. He has two shields and yeah. he just boom, 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 boom. And they're like, and he uses these shields as weapons. And I was like, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's the most, one shield, okay. Using two shields and then the points of the shield as your murdering weapons. Uh-uh. But this guy's good at it, so whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're he, going at it, and they're going to kill each other. And he's and then, good at teaching people how to do it, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. So then he walks up, and then Jimmy Wang, he's like, hey, you guys, stop it. Uh, let's be friends, and you can join us, and we'll go all kill Japanese. And they're like, hey, I'm in. And then they kind of like put aside their differences, and they're like, yeah, well, okay, that's cool. So now the gang's all here, and they head back. And the Japanese are coming, you know, so... Yeah, at first it was like 10 days, and they go, oh, we heard it's like seven days. Oh, man, seven days. You yeah. know, how are we going to train everybody to do all this stuff or whatever? It's so, a montage. So then they train everybody. It's not a montage, really, but it's just kind of like, okay, you guys do this, and then we'll... Uh, you know, so now we're going to get into the final fight, but let's... Uh, or well, And the final fight is the second half of the movie. So, Pretty much. But let's, uh, we're going to take a trailer break, and we come back. We're going to wrap up what happens. Oh, my God, does he live? I don't know. We'll see. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. Yeah! The clones of Bruce Lee. The respected and loved Chinese superstar Bruce Lee has just died. Starring Dragon Lee, Bruce Lee, and Bruce Lai. Suddenly and without warning, he fell into a coma today. The Clones of Bruce Lee brings a new dimension to martial arts films. Scientists and police made a momentous decision. They would create the Clones of Bruce Lee. These identical specimens of the late Bruce Lee are trained in all the martial arts through scientific techniques. Clones of Bruce Lee, starring Bruce Lai, Bruce Lai, Bruce Tai, and Dragon Lee. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make caps, or a brooch, or pterodactyl. Could you, um. All right, Clones of Bruce Lee. We did that movie. Yeah, we did. <laughs> That's a great one. So, okay, now this is where it really picks up. The, the, the Japanese, the first initial Japanese group comes. The, 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 the nice guy decided to join at one point, too. Yeah, he, he shows up. Like kind of a practice, and, and and this is the interesting thing about this character, they never let on if he's good or bad. He, You're right. He is a mercenary, and mercenaries are just about they money. Can turn on. Yep. Yeah. So you don't know because he's kind of sitting around like Charles Bronson, yeah, just listening to stuff, and you're like, yeah. okay, is he going to be a turncoat? Um, and because he's listening to them talk about where they're going to fight, and at this point, Jimmy Wang Yu and and the the head elder are like. Look, there's this big beach where they're all coming to, but we don't know if that's that's there's no choke point there. There's no way we could get a tactical advantage. But then he's like, "Well, let's go to the beach, and I'll, in the morning I'll go to the beach and decide if we're gonna fight there or if we're gonna fight at some other random place, you know." So he does that, and then they don't ever say where they chose. And then they come back. Now the forces are at this town's gate, and they kind of goad them into fighting. They dump oil on them, and then they kind of get into this little skinny narrow place, and they. Archer, they all jump down and stab him, and they all hop back up. Yeah. And this is where it's kind of like, this is the start of a very, very long fight scene. Yeah, game on from this. This is the end of all, there's no more talk, there's, there's no, no more, more discussion, story. there's no more story. This is it, you know. And this is all about 
the stronghold of one little town that decided that they have to fight back to stop the flow of money and food to the invading army. And and you know. and this is the I read that this is the first movie that Jimmy Wang Yu did outside of uh, Shaw Brothers. Shaw Brothers, okay. So this was for her Golden Harvest. Ah. So I guess you know, and this looks like he spent money on it too, because it doesn't look like a cheap little. There's a bunch no, of sets. No, 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 no. This is a good. There's movie. a lot of stuff. So there's like this big, you know, post Shaw Brothers movie, and it, it is kind of like a Shaw Brothers movie in a lot of ways. There's no know? way to break away from that. They, that they made that mold and. Nothing ever, nothing ever got away from it, you know. Really, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so now there's just like a variety of little things. Um, they start fighting, and when they start losing, the knife guy hops in, <laughs> and like starts whipping knives and killing all the samurai, and then hops out. So you're like, okay, he is a good guy. So like, I'm assuming that he kills a bunch of samurais, then he goes away, and while he's going away, and other people find he's going around taking the knives out of them. I thought that too, but then he never replenishes them, so he doesn't. He lets all his knives lay there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. Uh, but whatever. So because he's down to the last four at the last scene. That's you know? right. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. And and then the, there's the characters that we kind of have gotten to know. The six, the six or seven that were like the sword guy, the friend, the brother, blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. Um. The the, the inventor of stomp. And so, the, yeah. the, like, you get to know these guys, and then you also get to know these... The, the villains have some kind of head guys, too, you know? Yeah. There's that one skinny samurai... And there's those three guys in red with the... With one the, guy has the, the the sickle on the chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. cool. I was expecting the flying guillotine to show up, I know. but it didn't. The, the one samurai which they killed off unceremoniously was kind of the head heavy th- through most of this movie. He was like a little buzzsaw. Yeah. He was a really thin dude, and he hacked everyone up. Yeah. Because uh, you could tell the the good guys, are the top samurai were in red. All the fodder was just in black and white, you know. Yeah. And and it, the the good guys were all in white, and they died by the millions. And the guy, the bad guys were in black, and they died by the millions too. It's just yeah. pretty much the six guys, and then the, the guys in red were like the end bosses. And, yeah. You know, and it just kind of went on and it went on and went on, and it, and this is. This is going to sound like the dumbest thing I've ever said, and it's not. Uh, but oh, <laughs> but I've, said, I've said way dumber. Anyway. But um, these fight scenes that go on too long are tiring. I can't stay interested when it's just fight, 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 fight. And then they run to another street. Fight, fight, fight. And it's the same thing. That I was like, w- w- was this New York they were attacking? Because that's how many people you just killed. Like 20 million people just got killed in that alley. And now everyone's running over in there. Now they're in this alley. And you're like, there's not that many people in this village. Well, like, I see. I kind of liked it because uh-huh. it was like there was different styles of fighting. And there was different. Th- and there was one scene where, it, where I thought it was pretty cool. With this one guy's fighting one of the bad guys. And the guy gets it. And he gets speared. But then the guy, walk, while he's dying, he walks up to the other guy. And he takes a freaking chunk out of his yeah, neck bit- and kills him. And I went, yeah. yeah that's like, how you do it, and mother, they mother. Mother. Nope. Mother. Nope. Mommy. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I almost said it. <laughs> You're like, nope, this is hey, a U-rated you. movie. Hey, you nasty guy. Yeah, I'm going to take a bite out of you guy. and kill you, too. And they, there was a couple of that, like, where they showed that they killed each other, but they showed the Chinese guy who was so dedicated to his country, he's killing him at any... Uh, and there was some scenes where they're fighting, and you see the guy, the one, there's the one guy, the, the, the warlord guy that shows up at the end that's like, total bad dude oh he, a lot of times he's just knocking people down and you see that they didn't kill him and they come back up again or but yeah. he was like a total bad yeah but, shiny sword yeah they well and the, the thing that they love to do in this movie was somebody would attack and overextend and then yeah sword across the back and then oh and then yeah. they fall and die like that was the i you might if you saw that once you saw it twenty thousand times yeah um and there was actually people really jumping from the roofs down. I know, it's so like, crazy. Oh, it was it was an interesting set piece. It was a it was full of motion and action. It was there's nothing bad to say about it. Then it stops dead for some reason, and they do a dance number, kinda like the guys. There's like these guys with bamboo shields. Oh yeah, and they yeah, do yeah. like this ho ha ha, and they're doing like this chess match thing, and you're like, what is this? And that the samurais do that, and then they. They roll around and, and cut their legs, and you're like, oh, I guess, whatever. But then the head warlord, who had done nothing up to this point, and this is the guy with all the armor regalia. Which is what you see in all these movies. If they're fighting, they're fighting, and then the big boss shows up, and he's the toughest one of them all. Well, this guy lays waste. He starts killing people, and he's killing everybody. Yeah. You know, not, I mean, not his own people, but I mean, 
He's oh, running no. through everyone, and he's killed. And at this point, you lose some of your key guys. The uh, the guy with the swords. The, the everyone had swords, but the guy who was selling swords, he gets killed. Then the head, one of the head samurai gets killed and hanging from a tree, and he's like yeah. hanging there. So, and I, the guy, the guy who from Stomp is still alive, I think. Or when does he I die? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know if he died or not. There was a few that were left at the end. Yeah, I think th- the two guys. Throwing knife dies. He dies. No, the two guys. Remember the scene where he goes to the. There was two warring people, the two warring factions, and he yeah. goes, "Look, instead of fighting each other, let's go fight the Japanese or whatever." I think yeah, those yeah. guys lived, didn't they? Maybe. Hmm. No, because that was the that was Stomp. Was it? That was the guy with the shields. But anyway, so now the the fight scene's gone on probably twenty to thirty. 25 to 30 minutes. And then they go, okay. They killed a lot of Japanese. Yeah, they killed a lot of Japanese. Japanese are getting ready to retreat. And it's at and, night. Yeah, right? and they run away, and then they're like, okay, well, now what, we're going to go fight them on the beach. And you're like, wait, what is this now? Like, oh, okay, now we're going to have the second fight. Because they want to get rid of everybody. They yeah. don't want to let them go. Because some Japanese quit. They were right. no, don't kill us, don't kill yeah. us, or whatever. Oh, yeah, that was the weirdest part of that thing, because they're fighting and fighting, and then they just all surrender. I was like, I don't think that would have happened, but oh. whatever. Um, they're kind of famous for not doing that. <laughs> like, it's, it's honorable to, like, die on the battlefield, yeah. and, you know, th- that's a big deal over there, but whatever. So, now they're, like, going, now they've regrouped, and and they're on this beach, and there's some, like, these weird traps that they set up. Like, one thing blows up and kills half of them, and then, oh, yeah. then they, there's all these weird traps with these well, bad... Well, that was, that was when they were first getting there. They started setting traps for them. When they were first hitting the beach to get to them, they, oh, they eliminated okay, yeah. a bunch of yeah, them by setting right. those goofy traps for them. But now they're on the beach by this windmill. And uh, yeah. and Jimmy Wang, he's like, okay, we're going to... And they go over, and the, and the head samurai, the emperor guy, he's like, well, let's fight. And then uh, if, if I lose, my, my, my men will leave. And if not, uh, you know, if I win, then we get what we want. And Jimmy Wang, he's like, "No, I'm gonna kill you, and whether win, whether we whether I win or lose, we're killing all of you." you yeah. Kind of, he draws a line in the sands, and you're done. So they fight and they fight and they fight, and then and, up, Jimmy, and then for the first time in the movie, Jimmy Wang, you pulls the the flying Superman thing because he's yeah. fighting them, and then he's getting hurt a little bit. And he does like a big jump onto the windmill, like, and oh, then okay. he grabs hold of the windmill's thing, and and there's this dummy spinning around. I was like, this doesn't look good. Yeah. And then he wins. He kills him. But then he gets hit too. Yeah, like there. This is a t- pretty tough end guy. He kills the end guy, and they're like, and they're like, we're gonna kill you, dogs. And then they all, then all the rest of the people run after to kill the the retreating Japanese. And then Jimmy Wang Yu turns out he was killed too, and he just falls down. Yeah. Same way the other one ended. Yeah. Uh, and then, but the other guy, the Japanese guy, was kind of getting to Jimmy Wang Yu because he was doing that shiny sword thing that was blinding. That, him. I forgot. He was getting a few hits in when he was doing the shine. And Jimmy Wang Yu got his sword at the end. And he yeah, did the shiny. See, that's the thing. Like, like he couldn't win just by gimmick, he yeah. couldn't win by just being a good swordsman. He had to use like a trick. So he, he blinded him. That's he what put the a, Japanese do. Yeah, those dogs. Oh, stop. I know. Uh, but yeah, so. Eh, it was a very good movie. It was, um, it as was. far as the action scenes were great, the set pieces were beautifully done. Jimmy Wang Yu is a solid performer. I always like his karate movies. There's kung fu movies, karate movies. Sorry, uh, he's he's a great actor. He's good. I mean, he's one of those guys where I I enjoy everything he's ever done. He has that charisma. He usually spits something out like a like a, a pit from a something he's eating that kind of says that he's not interested in what you're doing. He didn't do that in this one, but uh, okay. he'll be chewing on a piece of fruit and go. And there was one hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was a man hmm. Yeah, it was, was a man uh, hmm. Yeah. I have to re- readjust my hypothesis because yeah. there's been like three man humps so far, and I'm like, uh, mm, hey, when that happens. I only had the women humps. All right, what do you what do you what do you give this one? I want to give this one a seven point five. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was gonna say a seven seven point five. It's a good one. Um, oh my God, we are back for Asian cult cinema. This podcast is being filmed before a live feline audience. Yes, here we go. Big Boy Destructo is Destructo. back in the studio ruining everything he can. He's jumping on people. Yep, and jumping on Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. Yeah, he wants to be on, he wants to get on the microphone. But he's a superstar. He's kind of quiet. All right, my name is Mao. With me as always, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. And this is Asian Cult Cinema, a Slow, uh, a, a slow a, robot a, production. No, a slow robot production. A Quinn and, Martin production. And uh, and uh, you know, a, a Radio St. Pete exclusive. So, exclusive. That means only. Yep. 
That's right? true. Yep. I mean, it's only Radio St. Pete. So what have you done to us this week, Dr. Morbius? <laughs> what have I done to us? <laughs> now, generally, we take turns picking, like, one week I'll do it, then the next week Dr. Morbius picks one, then the next week I pick one. What, what, well, have, you, what well, have you done nah, to us? Nothing, really. Just, you know, just, huh. just that, nothing. Is that the story you're going to stick with? or That's the story I'm going to stick with. Mm. I'm getting this cat, yeah. like, sniffing me, so I guess he must smell some other Yeah, he smells creature. BS, just like the rest of us. What have you picked for this week, Dr. Morbius? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. No, you gotta be like uh, 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 Pee Wee Herman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I figured well, since we we did the Star Wars holiday special, <laughs> why not just cap it off with Japanese Star Wars? Oh. Yeah, that's right. Message from Space from 1978. Message from Space. Sorry, Vic Morrow and Sonny Chiba. I figured you can't go wrong with Vic Morrow and Sonny Chiba. Wrong you were. Wrong you were. Yeah, once again, I messed up. That's okay. (laughs) We're here for all these kind of oddities and and strangeness. Um, Boy, you know, (laughs) this movie is really weird. Confusing. Confusing, convoluted. Uh, the the scenes don't seem to be of the same movie. Lost but it, in translation, maybe bad no, audio too. On top yeah, of but it's not. Else. But that's the thing. It's not one of those that's pieced together. This was no. filmed. It's just so crazy and so. Why are you a thing? You know. They actually spent like five or six million. <laughs> oh my god, is that true? <laughs> yeah, they did. They spent five, six million dollars. Well, the glowing that. walnut budget was off the charts right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Right, you know, buddy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Destructo says I wash my paws at this whole endeavor. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're gonna pause and get the cat out of the studio, and then we'll be right back. All right, now he's been removed physically from the. So, okay, what the heck is going on in this movie? You know, it's like Star Wars, except you know, Japanese. The you first scene. The first scene is like a, a planet's being besieged by enemies. Yeah. You know. And there's an old the, the dude. The dark force. Yeah, the dark forces. And then an old dude in a, in a, with a with a cane and a, and a cloak, kind of goes, "Oh, here's these will help find the people that are going to save our there's civilization." Like a, there's like a princess and dressed in white, but she doesn't have two buns on the side. Of she her doesn't. Head. She has two buns in her butt. Yeah, her butt. Her yeah, buns. Yeah, yeah, buns. And yeah. so she she the, he throws these things in the air. Nuts. Not, they're this, walnuts. They're, they're walnuts. This movie is nuts. He calls it, he's like, oh, these seeds will find the, the fighters that will lead us to victory against this the, tyranny. The dark side. The dark side. And these little glowing walnuts just go flying out into space. And I'm like, now wait, what are we doing here? Because then they, they get on this weird space pirate ship and fly yeah, away yeah, yeah. as this world is being destroyed. Destroyed you know? by the, you know, by the dark side. And the, destro- and the dark side says, hey... They're leaving. Go get them. Go get them. We don't want anyone floating around. And it was a cool little ship. We're gonna start this podcast. I'm going on record saying, look, we are no way gonna gonna be able to follow this scene for scene. We're not even gonna be able to follow it plot point by plot point. No, this is a mess. I as I was watching this, I, I sat back and I was like, I could watch this ten times and still not be able to say what this movie is about. How it's together, it's just um, it is an absolute mess. They try it's to do too much in one movie. That's what the problem is. And it's already an hour and forty six minutes, and they still try to cram in too much story. There's so much stuff going on. <laughs> There's so much stuff, and you're like, "What is this now? Who are you? Why are you here?" So anyway, they tied together with these glowing space with ones, the nuts, but the space nuts. So now we go to I I can't remember if we go to the two hot shots. No, I think you, I think you go to the girl in the, the the girl that's 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 the, she's on that spaceship that's like a that's no. almost like a private plane, right? No, no. Before we do that, I think we go to the we go to that general who quits the the army. Well, yeah, he quits the Rick Morrow quits the he, he's yeah. having a he's having a funeral procession for his robot right. that and he, he shoots into space. And the general gets pissed off at it. Yeah, him. and the guy calls him. He's like, what are you doing with that thing? He's like, I, I buried a soldier at space. And he's like, who? And he's like, my robot, bleep bloop. And he's like, oh, you've lost your mind. And he's like, that's okay. I, I'm I'm, my reg- my, I'm resigning. Yeah, I'm so tired of this. So see you later. Yeah. So now he quits and goes to get drunk. And you're like, okay, whatever that was about. Who cares? Now flash forward to like those kids. He doesn't, he doesn't find the walnut in his drink yet, right? No, not yet. Yeah, okay. So now, yeah, now you're saying like, 
we see uh, the princess is on a sh- or this this other princess is on a ship. This rich girl. This rich girl, yeah, yeah. She's on a ship and she's joyriding through space. Yeah, she's flying around. And two, like, star raiders go zipping by. I forget what they call them. Star wolves or something. Yeah, star wolves, yeah. And, and they're, like, racing around through they're asteroids. Like hot rod- they're hot rodders. Yeah, they're hot rodders. These scenes are some of the worst. Because yeah. they're trying to show these guys in a cockpit, like, in two different cockpits, like, really, really pushing their spaceships. These guys either have no concept of steering, and 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 they I, they're just kind of like if you handed a kid a fake steering wheel and a, a fake shifter and said drive a car, you know how like a three year old would be like bah, bah, and just throwing around and doing the that's what these guys are doing nonstop, and you're like wait what are we doing now? And so they're racing around, and she's running on like giving the hang loose symbol, like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. cool, yeah. woohoo! So she runs over and grabs the the ship and like chases after him the captain now, she goes hey go after these guys and they're like oh no, we can't no, we'll okay. get your dad fire me and she's like i don't care go yeah so these guys are racing around and they crash their ships and they find walnuts in their and ship they find well oh, the walnuts are what caused it that's weird whatever now they're then they're you're in some can, cantina scene they're trying to do the cantina scene yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with some yakuza mobsters and they're like one guy's like, where's that money? And he's like, oh, I gave that money to those two. And he's like, well, give it back within an hour or I'll kill you. Right, right. And these guys are dishwashers, but they're like, well, we don't have that money. <laughs> and then the girl shows up and she's like, oh, I'll give you the money, but you have to take me to to Planet Gleep Glop. And then, and then they're like, okay, we'll do, yay. Yeah, we'll do that, just for the money. This is, like, you're like, what are we talking about here? And they, they're, they're drinking, and they have these really striped wild suits, which I do love their outfits. Like, they are, like, rainbows and vertical stripes down the front of pants, and it's a 70s fashion that died that should never have died. It's, no, it should stay alive. I wish it would. I would do that I'm now. I'm sure still love in Japan If somewhere. I was thin, I would wear those. But yeah. if I wore that now, I'd just look like a basketball with stripes on it, and I'm not doing that. Okay. So, uh, not yet. I would bring that back if I was thin. Yeah, I'd be you like, would. Yeah. I'm sure you would. I would. Racing stripes belong on all clothing. Exactly. So, they... I forgot. So, they're like... They're hooking up with the girl. There's like the two hot shot... The hot rider guys. There's, yeah. There's the, and the, the other dude. Bag. The sleaze bag dude and the girl. So and who's dating the girl? The rich girl. And you're like... Why? What, what, are, we ta- what are we doing here? And they're drunk... And then the, they're out drinking, and then the, then they, they stumble in, and then that's when like, no, what the hell happens here? I, that's <laughs> look, but you're basically <laughs> this movie's just setting up for all the characters. It's like these 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 three characters are going to be part of the team. Vic yeah. Morrow is going to show up later after he gets that's where he gets he's drunk know, he's and drunk or whatever. Yeah. He finds a walnut in his drink, yeah. So he turns out to be part of the team, and then. These guys go on all these like strange adventures where they end up on another planet, like in Star Wars. Yeah. And then they keep meeting people along the way. They meet Sonny Chiba. Well, he's like this, but yeah. First they 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 go up to the asteroids. That's what it is. She pays them to go get fireflies. That's right. And the fireflies. And then they're like, okay, so yeah. they're floating around and they're getting these fireflies, which are just ash. And then they're like, oh, look, there's a ship. And then they go on the ship, which is that space pirate ship. Yeah, that's right. And then yeah. they get the two who kind of, like, tie it all together. Let's We're going to take a break and try and tie our brains together. No, they can't. And then when we come back, we'll go further into this, this, ta- mess. this mess. Now I swear. The next one of you primates even touches me. On a mysterious island in the South China Sea, there is a fortress without walls, protected by an invincible army that needs no ordinary weapons. This is Enter the Dragon, the first martial arts film produced by a major Hollywood studio. John Saxon, U.S. Karate Champion Jim Kelly, and Black Belt Hall of Fame Superstar Bruce Lee. Penetrate the secret chambers of Han's evil empire, discover its secret, and destroy. This is Enter the Dragon, where the world's greatest martial arts athletes meet the ultimate challenge with the most ancient and deadly of weapons, the human body. 
Enter the Dragon. From Warner Brothers, rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. All right, we are back. We're back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah one of the things, and b- before we even get back into the movie, you know, like we were trying to decide what or talk about, like, it wasn't, one of the things that's so disheartening is this movie could have been something, but it was just, there was so much, and it was so just like, oh, God. This is one of those movies where if you just went to the theater and saw it, like at a matinee, it's a good enough time waster, but man, if you have to describe this, oh, God, it's a headache and a half. Because there is literally like 400 scenes. They're just all pointless and about a minute and a half long. I mean, long. they wanted to get as yeah. much effects as they could with with their budget, and they tried. I mean, yeah. They definitely tried. I mean, and it was also, it could be a case of lo- something lost in translation, which is... But, maybe, yeah, but maybe, but not maybe really. Because now, okay, now the three of them find these two on this adrift on this ship. The princess, right? Yeah, and the, the, other the princess guy. and his and her keeper. And they, yeah. like... They run away as the the evil ship is shooting at them, and they grab them and they they zoom away, right? And they crash land and they go into this the back room of this bar, and that that's what and they're fighting for some reason they're like punching each other and stuff and you're like ah, oh, can we just get to this? And the colonel and his and his sidekick the plucky R two D two wannabe yeah looks more like Tweaky from Buck Rogers. He does look like Tweaky, yeah. and, you know, except white. And and so they're there and he's like, don't say anything. Let's let's see what this is about. And they're they're fighting, and then she's like, "No, you guys have the magic walnuts. You're supposed to help me <laughs> defeat my the evil people that are enslaving our my my race." And one guy is like, loves her for some reason, although they just met. And then the other two are like, "No, I'm not gonna risk my life for this." Blah blah blah. And they fight, and then they kind of go to sleep, and then wake up, and then the, then the the drunk commander comes out, and he's like, "I heard you guys talking," and he's like, "This is no army. I've led armies." These two are just a bunch of idiots, and and I'm I'm drunk, and I don't care. Yeah, I don't want know? nothing to do with. I don't want nothing to do with this. So, so they're kind of dejected, and then they're like, "Oh well, we'll go to this lizard lady." I, like, why are, why do they go to? Yeah, this they, lady? they show up to they show up in this cabin of this lizard of this woman, <laughs> this old woman, and she gives them some drinks that get them like you know messed up or yeah, whatever. Yeah, she poisons them, and then sends and then, them out to 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 find. The ship, or find something. I forget what they I were looking for. Yeah, what it was. For. Yeah, to find something. And meanwhile, because who cares? Yeah, because yeah, cares? at this point, who cares? And you know, basically, it's just an excuse to have a fight scene between lizard with the son, because her son's like her son's the hooded guy, and he's helping. He he helped them to fight some people. Yeah. So he brought him there, and he's and he pulls back his hood, and he's like a lizard guy. She goes, oh, he was a mutant, and now he yeah. wants you for his wife. Yeah. Cause the one girl still there. Yeah. Because you know? what happens, is, and this is where the queens. Uh, keeper is walking with the lizard guy who's cloaked and then one of our space hot rodders is in the back. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Not the hot rodders. The two hot rodders aren't in the scene. The sleazeball is in the scene. Yeah, and that's and cat. then the lizard guy knocks the keeper down the mountain and it, it, and it turns out that the the sleazeball sold them out. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Like, yeah. for money. And he's like, okay, well, see ya. Now the lizard guy returns and the queen's like, where's my keeper? And she's like, oh, he's dead. And that other guy left, and now you're going to be the wife of my lizard son. Yeah. And you're like, what's this now? And then the, then just the evil force just blows the wall in and starts shooting him and takes him. And you're like, oh, well, that was pointless then. And what are you talking about? And how did you get here? And why are you here? You know, so whatever. And, and then, if, and if you're out there are not confused yet, well, we'll <laughs> confuse you some more. Because then the two hot rodders stumble upon this planet where this guy, Sonny Sheba, uh, you know, with a broken head or a broken horn on his helmet and a samurai sword, kind of walk in and he's like, oh, they start fighting and he's like, oh, but maybe I shouldn't fight you because. Yeah, they, they they destroyed my planet. They destroyed too. my planet too. So now I'm kind of and I have a, oh by the way I have a glowing walnut. Yeah. You know and and then then they go back to the bar and then the the hot rodders are like they wake up and now all of a sudden they're like oh we got to save the princess because I love her but I don't have a walnut and everyone else has a walnut and then the rich girl has a walnut so now this guy He's and, looking and for a oh, walnut and there's also a dune buggy in this scene. Japan loved the Manx style dune buggies. Uh, the, v, the VW with the fiberglass body. Yeah. I do as well. I mean, if I get one, I would. And yeah. drive it around. Yeah. And people would be like, oh, there's a guy with a dune buggy. And I'd be like, that's right. So anyway, you know, and I have racing stripes on my, on my clothing. Yeah, right. And a samurai sword. 
Oh, yeah. And a helmet with horns on so it. So anyway, n- now like... Oh, I forget how this goes now. So now... I'm lost. Now already. they're trying to fix the ships to go save the princess who's been gotten grabbed by the by the uh, the dark side. By the dark side, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. one guy's not helping because he didn't grab a glowing walnut. And then... Then like they're then they're like okay whatever so they're still fixing their ship but then he's like oh I did find a glowing walnut so now yeah. I'm part of the fun anyway yeah now I'm a glowing walnut guy now. yeah so then the, then they kind of transition away from that and then they're back on the home planet and Earth he says and then the bad guy's like oh the dark side decides they, they want to go after Earth and he's now. like oh look at this this planet's awesome it's yeah, so yeah we beautiful. already destroyed all these other planets this planet looks like it's ripe for destroying now yeah so let's but, let, and by the way it's Darth Vader the bad guy and mom he's yeah got his mom with his him. mom Darth Vader's mom is is driving around on the most pimped out wheelchair I've ever seen it's like it's like Frosty the Snowman went to like pimp my ride and was like yo oh. yo yo I want this thing to be the most pimped out like wheelchair in the world. But I want it to look like it's icicles yeah. and like Frosty the Snowman, you know, created this thing. And they're like, we can, because this old lady's like, and Jesus melty and weird, you know. <laughs> and then and her like pimped out ride is melty and weird, you know. And he's like, oh, now I got you, and I'm gonna. You you think those walnuts are gonna save you, but you won't. So then, one one they're getting ready to go to Earth. The 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 I don't know if it was the president or whatever, but somebody contacts Vic Morrow on Earth and says, "Hey, we need your help, man." Not yet. Oh, not yet. No, first Earth sends an armada to to oh. to go to war with these guys, and they get their butts kicked. Right? They get their butts yeah, kicked. Yeah, 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 There's yeah. three V-shaped ships that sure do look like those destroyers from the dark side, but they weren't. Wink and. There's like this battle, and then they're like, it looks like they're winning, but then they don't, and then they're like, they're a lot of now these these effects were I didn't mind these effects because practical burnt fire yeah, explosions fun. and they did a lot of that like they loved that shot from the Millennium Falcon where somebody was in one of those turrets like yeah, the same yeah, turrets yeah. as like the the B B twenty nines yeah 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 but and they did a couple of those and then like they also liked those uh, the the firing cannons that were like pulsing back and forth from the uh, from that run on the Death Star, because there was a lot of those shooting too. Like, you could see what the producer was trying to steal and how badly he was doing it. Doing it, but <laughs> hey, they, they tried. You know, they did their yeah. best. So, um, so yeah, you know, so now the Earth Armada is there, and they're like, they're 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 fighting and fighting and fighting, and then the and but then and it looks like they're winning it for a while, and then the then Dark Helmet goes, oh. Well, I've had enough of this. And then, then they launch like these things, these starfighters that have this... They look like spiders in space. And then they, they shoot this glowing like green like ray. That kind of is like all the end-all death ray, you know? Sure, yeah, uh, yeah. So they're blowing everything up. And then finally, a few of the, the ships do kamikaze runs, but it, to no avail. Yeah, they lost. Know. They lost. Dark side one. Yeah, Earth, exactly. Good job, Earth. So now Earth is like rut row. So now they're like they approach Vic Morrow and they're like, he's "Hey, he's still drunk. He's still drunk. He's just been drunk. He's for drunk the whole a movie month. in real, real life too, probably. Good for him. Um, so then they're like, "Look, we need you to be. You're you're the best at, at like pushing around bullies. So we want you to be the special envoy that tries to negotiate peace, but really we're just gonna stall, sort of, while we're getting together, getting ready our, our guns, our to, guns to for one final, the final war, or one, one final countdown. This is probably gonna be a losing one. <laughs> and Vic Morrow's like, well, I'm drunk, but okay. At yeah. first he's like, no, I can't, but then he's like, eh, whatever, all right. Uh, we're gonna take a tr- quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna wrap this up into one tidy little Christmas oh, present. Oh, are we ever? Oh my God. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make caps, or a brooch, or pterodactyl. Rock, 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 and Roll High School is an album and a movie. Vince Van Patten is crazy about P.J. Souls, but she wants to live a rock and roll fantasy with her favorite group, the Ramones. Yeah, yeah, she's a <laughs> The new principal tries to stop the music, but the kids rock and wreck the school. Rock and Roll High School, the school where the students rule. Your school could be next. 
Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Rock and Roll High School, the school where the students rule. The new principal hates the students, but the kids take over and rock the roof off the school. Dig out the sounds of Paul McCartney and Wings. Fleetwood Mac, Devo, Nick Lowe, Chuck Berry, Top Rundgren, Vince Fabric, Velvet Underground, Brownville Station, MC5, Eno, Paley Brothers, Eddie and the Hot Rod, Alice Cooper, and starring the Ramones. Rock and Roll High School. Ready to see what I Hello, my name is Riff Raff. I'm one of the stars of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. If you're into science fiction, music, horror, comedy, or, dare we say it, sex, the Rocky Horror Picture Show is the movie for you. See you at the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. You gotta give me a ride. I'm way too big to drive to the devil's house. All right, we are back. And this is where the reality of how do you talk for 30 minutes about a movie that is inconceivable uh, sinks in because we're like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Sorry we're to, gonna, sorry to break this, the fourth wall, but, you know. We're going to this party pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, now, like, now they go, they find the ship with all the people that are there. Right. Like, everyone has their glowing walnuts. Sonny Sheep is there. The, the 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 hot rodders the 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 gangster and his girlfriend the robot finds a glowing walnut they've all been captured everyone yeah. well and Vic Morrow goes there and he's like oh I'm here to broker a peace treaty and surrender but give us a few minutes and then they're like we know you're doing a trick and there's some really clunky scenes here and then they have like a duel right yeah the duel they have he, like a duel where it's like okay in order to you know, restore your honor because you have to like have a ten paces duel or whatever. Like, what? So then they're doing the thing, and then of course the bad guy stops at seven. That, and the bad guy has this epic helmet. I forgot to mention this. He has this helmet that looks like it's a gigantic bug. That's his name, Epic Helmet. It's, his name's Epic Helmet, and the, all the stormtroopers, or all those, uh, all his soldiers, they have a cape with like a skull in the middle of it in the back. They look cool. If you're in a if you're in a military that has a cape with a skull in the middle of it or a skull with lightning bolts coming out of it like uh, like our friend uh, M Bison from Street Fighter, oh yeah, yeah you're yeah. probably in a bad organization. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to be prejudicial towards them. But yeah, yeah, but you know. Yeah. Eh, whatever. It's like you know maybe the so, Open Raiders or something. So there. Uh, so he's like, well now you lose. Now, I mean I know what you're up to, so get out of here. And and then the guy's like, okay. So him and the robot jump out they parachute out and so does the the guy that's with him the sidekick so they parachute out and then the girl and the two space jockeys are flying the rich girl are flying around and they do like this they jump or they pretend like they crashed but land and then they get out so and then everyone meets up and they're like oh we can fly through this little canyon and blow this place up and like you know it sure isn't that trench run from Star Wars but it's like that kind of yeah, wink yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they find the vulnerable spot of the, the ship. Vulnerable whatever, spot of the sh- yeah. of the the planet, like it, the planet's like a big Death Star, but they don't say Death Star because you know Sue yeah, they get sued. Even in Japan. So now, like, there's some clunky stuff where they're fighting. Sunny Shiba goes through there and tears through the entire army, and ends up he's the guy that kills Darth Helmet. Yeah, he's the one that Epic sh- Helmet, you know, and throws him out to the he falls out to to space or whatever. Yeah, he, so you're like, wait. What? Who's the hero of this movie? I mean, I guess Sonny Shiba. Well, he uh, did have the nut. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody had a. Everybody Every, was the hero. Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. Yeah. There are no mounds in this in this scene. No. And there's some clunky crap about who cares, and you know, and and then they're like, oh, they're they. So then the when Sonny Shiba kills Epic Helmet, he throws him into this reactor. The reactor opens up the door for the porthole. Now the two space jockeys who've been fighting those laser guys. Now they have their opening, and they're doing these clunky flying through stuff, and then finally they're like, "Oh, good, we get." Then they blew it up, and then they get out of there, and we we win. And you're like, "What am I watching? What are we talking about here?" So you're watching some like weird wow. Star Wars. We screwed this movie up big time. This isn't one of our best moments, or whatever. not as bad as they screwed this movie up. Not as bad as they did, though. There's cause and effect. I'm not taking the fall yeah, for yeah, this yeah, one. You're not taking the hit for this. <laughs> you take the fall. Message from space, <laughs> not me. So, so now 
they've gotten out and everyone escaped and yay, hooray. But the old man who was the wizard with the walnuts was like, no. He stays I, on the ship. I, he's like, I'm staying on this planet. On the planet, because on the planet, this, yeah. My soul is part of this planet and I'm going to die with it. And the girl's like, oh, but I love you. And he's like, eh, just go go find a new planet and be new. And then he dies and ugh. And then, they, then the space they, pirate ship takes off and they're like. They go back to Earth. And and the and the Earth guy goes, wow, you know, princess, you can stay here with us. Yeah, we love you. You guys here. are a number and she, one. And she's like, no, no, we all got it. We I gotta go. I have I gotta find another. I planet. have to find a new planet. And then Vic Morrow's like, yeah, and I don't really want to come to Earth either because yeah. I hate you. And then the three guys, the the two space jockeys, yeah, we want to go to. <laughs> can we go? And they're like, man, sure, why not? And the girl goes, yeah, me too, man. And everybody and Sunny Chief is like, sure, no problem. Yeah. You know? And they just leave. And and I was like, at that point, I was like, you know. You should probably stop for like provisions, food, get a couple snacks, some drinks. Vic Morrow's gonna Go need to scotch, a lot of scotch. A lot of scotch. He's yeah. gonna get pretty uppity and and like have. He's gonna get pretty angry if he doesn't have yeah, his booze. He's gonna start seeing pink elephants and start stabbing people. You yeah, know. It's something like that. Whatever happens when that happens. So, so, so anyway, then the they end. fly off in the end. Happy ending. I've seen my fair share of Star Wars knockoffs, mostly from Italy. Star Crash. Star Crash. I mean, no, and others. I mean, I mean, I've seen a lot of them in my day. This one was really difficult to get through. It was very. This difficult is the second to time I'm watching this. I watched it before on my own, without <laughs> beer, and I was like, "What the heck is going on here?" So it and wasn't me. Okay. No, and and the second time, and I'm sitting there the whole time, and I'm like, "How am I gonna make this a show?" I. There is now. You could have stopped it. No, I mean there. And, and listen, this isn't poor me. We do the slow robots. Yeah. We do these. I said there is a certain responsibility. You have to come prepared. You have to yeah. know the movie. And I couldn't wrap my head around this movie. I, I couldn't I, get the. Scenes. I remember key scenes. I remember some effects. Kind of. Kind of. But <laughs> what leads to them? It's like it's so convoluted of a mess that it's like, and some of it is like so unimportant. And why am I here? And yeah. what does this mean to this, anything? This movie could have been it could have edited 15 minutes out of this movie and it would have been just easily easily digestible. You could have edited an hour this out gave of this me a movie. Stomach ache. Been like a half hour show, you know. It was it was it was almost like eating kind of like a, a nice treat, but it gives you kind of a stomach ache. <laughs> and then it's over, and then it yeah. goes away. Brutal. Yeah. This one was really tough, and I and I. That's well, I mean, they spent money on it. It looks okay for what it is, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's not a terrible movie. I mean, I mean, it's not a, the production wise. <laughs> production is not bad. They did the special effects. It's and it's those kind from Japan that you love the real fireballs, real special. I was effects, hoping to see know. a giant monster somewhere. No, they nothing. usually get them in there. Remember that one where we, where, where they went to the, the the monsters were just fighting on. They're like, oh, here comes these two monsters that fight now. I like that one scene where they're at the when they're at the at towards the end when they're at the dark dark the dark star and the you know uh, evil helmet is projected above her. I thought that was yeah, a nice. Yeah, he's scene. like, Maha. and they start shooting at you. You're like, I'm a hologram, you idiots, you know. But and all those little weird scenes with mom and lizard boy and all this stuff is like, why? Get that out. Get to the point. You know, edits. You know, cuts. <laughs> I know you spent a lot. You know what it is? It's like the I spent a lot of money and I want every scene in this because I paid hard-earned money for this scene, so I want it in there. And you're like, but Oof. no. But no, but yes, put it this on the This is going to be one of those version. non I'm not I can't recommend this one. No, I'm going to give it like I'm going to give it a 5 and I want to say you you I'm you, you out there in listener land, you figure it out for yourself. Okay, this you is like from Japan and I'm giving this a 4, so that tells you a lot. Yeah. Cuz yeah. I'm a booster. And everyone knows I love Japan, I love the movies, I love the culture, but I love everything one. about it. This one's bad, man. Yeah. Just no good. There's no It's too bad. It's it could have been something, but there's just no reason it for it. It could have been a contender. And Shibasan and Vic Morrow and I you know, know, and you're like, wow, how could you miss? And they just they did. did. They did. They what were a hot casserole of yuck. Yeah, too bad. So there you go. I would say steer clear of message from space. That's the message from Asian cult cinema. That's a message from and uh, space and right if here. you're listening to this as it drops live, Merry Christmas, one and all, and happy. Christmas and Merry, Hanukkah happy, and uh, happy uh, Kwanzaa and, and Hanukkah and all that good stuff and whatever they celebrate on Walnut Planet yeah happy walnuts happy glowing and if, walnut and planet and if you get glowing walnut just remember you may be having to go out and have you may be getting a message from space if you get a message if you get a glowing walnut run right to a tailor and get some stripes put on your clothing exactly ASAP yeah. stat don't be ASAP <laughs> We're done here. Sing us out of here, Don Sullivan. Merry Christmas to you one and all, and we'll 
See you I think next time I think, for a better movie. I think we're going to have get stomped on by a gigantic green lizard next week. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I or love girl. that guy. Whatever, I don't know. Don't care. Gender. Kill neutral. me. Gender neutral. <laughs> See you next week, everyone. any more like laughing than I do right now.